Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. Hi guys, and welcome back to another Ladies Who Law podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And this week, we're going to have a little chit-chat kind of update episode. A lot has happened since, honestly, a lot just has happened. I mean, you guys heard that we had a wedding like a few weeks ago, and that was took up a lot of time, and Haley was taking the bar this summer, so there's just a lot going on. But there's been some changes since the last time we probably had one of these chats. Um, and let's just start with, if anyone didn't know, Haley is now a Texas attorney. She's been an Oklahoma attorney licensed for a while, but now she's officially a Texas attorney. Woohoo! Yay! All the hard work finally paid off. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting. Yes, so we're very excited. It's fi- It's like, how do you feel that it's like here now, right? Like all the things that you've been looking and working towards, it's here. So how do you feel? I have mixed emotions. I feel like whenever I found out I passed, it was such a great feeling and I felt so happy and relieved, honestly. But yeah, there's been even more changes on top of that. I ended up the day that I passed, I ended up, you know, finding out some news about my previous role that wasn't super exciting and ended up deciding I was going to change jobs. So in the same month of like finding out that I passed, I also started a new job and yeah, now we're in November, which is crazy. October went by so fast and yeah. Okay. So previously, and I guess throughout the years, if anyone's been listening that long, you've been a very big employment girl. Yeah. You've, you know, really vibed with it. You worked at an employment firm, um, but you were always open to other things. But what, like, did you, when you were looking for jobs, right? Like, Mm -hmm. did you have certain areas that you were kind of honing in on that were like, you know, interesting to you? Yeah. So I was pretty open. I felt like I should just cast a wide net and see what happens. And, you know, there weren't a lot of employment law roles out there at the time when I was applying. So it was just kind of like what was open and I applied for. Um, Honestly, everything that I interviewed, nothing was employment law, ironically. Um, But I ended up taking a job in family law. 
which has been a total change. Okay, so let's talk about that change for a second or a while, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously family law is very different from employment law, but I mean, I'm sure there's similarities. What are those similarities that you're noticing so far? So I'd say the similarities is actually like a shorter list than the differences. So, you know, your writing motions, your you know, drafting pleadings, doing things like that, which is the civil rules of procedure, right? It's Texas, you know, family law is state-based, so it's the Texas rules of civil procedure, but, you know, it's all basically the same stuff. So that's similar, but, you know, honestly, like, I hadn't seen the inside of a courtroom in the entire year that I worked at the previous firm. And literally on my fourth day, I was in the courtroom here. So just totally like almost feels like apples to oranges in comparison because it's hard to see like what is similar. But if in that middle of the Venn diagram, there would be, you know, uh, also using O'Connor's, <laughs> um, which is a guide book that lots of people use. Um, and that's something that I've been reading and I read at my previous firm and now I'm reading the family code out of that. So in part, in like terms of size and people and amount of lawyers, like what is the difference between your previous firm and this one? Like size wise? Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. I would say they're probably roughly similar the new firm that i'm at is a little bit smaller um it's all located in the dfw area while my old firm was like located more across texas does do you like it better or is it the same or you know i think it's like better because i can go to the office the main office anytime but i don't necessarily work at the main office and I already realized that this job, there's a lot of driving because you do have to go to all the county courthouses and people live in all different kinds of counties. And if you remember family law, you know, the continuing jurisdiction, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it just ends up, you know, being a totally different ball game because it's not so desk oriented. There's more like getting up and moving around. There's definitely like desk work. Like I was working on writing this like kind of hard motion, arguing these points that I felt like were all against us. And, uh, you know, I didn't really get to, I got to do similar stuff like that when I was at my old firm too, but just totally like different area of law, obviously, but also, you know, different types of facts. It's totally, it's just totally different. It feels it at least. Did you think, like, did you have any misconceptions about family law going into this, you know, now that you've been working in it for a few weeks? Um, I would say, you know, people say, or I feel like people say, I could be wrong, that there's a lot of women in family law. I think that that's true, at least um, where I've been working, in the county I've been working. Um. I think one of the craziest revelations I had was how similar this was to 
when I interned at the DA's office because that was my experience at being at a county courthouse and going into the courtroom, going behind the bar, the whole bit, right? When I went to the courthouse on my fourth day, you know, I was like, wow, this reminds me a lot of that, you know, but then it also brings in aspects of working at the firm and doing firm stuff because now this is the other side of it. I realize how similar it is, like how it has such a kin to criminal law as it does to civil law, like we talked about earlier, but also because it, it, in criminal law, you know, you're in the court, you're getting things done, like you're, you're trying to move things along, right? Um, also, I think the craziest thing was how much they encourage you not to fight with opposing counsel because, you know, it's people's lives at stake. Kids are it, always about the children. I know we joked about that a lot, but now it's like really all about the children. And you really feel that too, though, right? You think, you think, oh my gosh, these like poor kids, like I want to make sure that they're in a safe place, that they're taken care of, um, no matter if you're on the mother's side or the father's side or whoever's side, right? So while at my previous jobs, I think it was much more encouraged to kind of fight with opposing counsel to like, they're kind they're an asshole, you know, uh, they're the bad guy and there's not as much a bad guy here because, I mean, trust me, there's a bad guy, you know what I'm saying? There's some, sorry, there's some crazy stuff going on, but it's not necessarily the same mentality. If that makes sense. So, you know how people always warn you before going into family law, they're like, it's a very emotionally draining. You can get very invested and like, it just is a lot, right? Can, now that you've seen it, right? You're probably so new still, but mm-hmm. can you kind of foresee that it will have that effect or can you, are you one of those people that can like, you know, you enjoy the, the, you know, high velocity aspect of it all, you know? Right. Um, I think it's a very fixer mentality, which I really, really enjoy. I love being able to fix people's problems and it's not as delayed gratification style as we've been used to in the past. Um, people want to, okay. Any reason you're in family court is someone's getting divorced. It's simple as that, you know? Um, there's these, sapsers and these things that involve children specifically, but you know, those only come from two people separating, right? So you already know what you're getting yourself into. Let's not like be coy and silly. Like people are separating. This is serious. So like, I kind of just put on my serious hat, Mm -hmm. you know, um, which I feel like in time has put up a little bit of a guard, you know what I mean? Not to put my heart too emotionally tied to this. This is my work. That's how I've been trying to go about it because, yeah, there's some crazy stuff. And also, I think these are people's children that you're, like, dealing with. People are, are uh, will do anything. And by anything, I mean, you know, attack you on social media, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I think that that's what people warn you about, right? But I think it's also being, um, I'm also going to have to be a little more cognizant of not putting so much personal information out there. I feel like. Yeah. And maybe like making certain accounts private and, you know, maybe I've heard a lot of people, 
which I have not done before, but I'm going to start to do is like when you go on a vacation, you just like post everything a few days later because like you're already gone and like they can't come and get you. Not saying that they will, you know, but, but just that's a tip. How people do that. Yeah, right? just a tip. I mean, genuinely, like we look at influencers and celebrities sometimes and think like, wait, this this is Tuesday. How are they like in the Bahamas? And then you realize it's later posts. But I think things like that I haven't always thought about. Um, but I also think, you know, there's there these people are like going through a really hard time. So um, emotions are high. You can't be the high emotional person. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like um, – Putting out fires. Is it like a therapist almost kind of vibes? I would say like therapist has like a definitely certain role. I feel Mm -hmm. like you're more of an authoritarian figure. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but your authority. Yeah. And you kind of have to like tell them like, hey, I need this information. This is why. With the level head. Well, and that's why you need to be, right? So that's why I try to put, like I said, my serious hat on emotional but also comforting because you also kind of have to be empathetic, but also have to be commanding in the situation and be like, this is what we have to do. Uh, you need to make this decision. This is your decision. It's up to you what you need to do. Not swaying like, people. This is my advice. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. very, very, you know, like I said, you feel very serious because it's like serious yeah, shit. Yeah, you feel like authority. I mean, at least mm. when I first started – um, even with the little things, like even emailing paralegals to do things, mm-hmm. like I was like, oh my god, like should I be doing? Yeah, that? and like <laughs> you, I, once you get more in your role as an attorney, like mm-hmm. you start doing things like you have, mm-hmm. where you have to like give advice to clients, and it's like, oh my gosh, like their livelihood or their children are on the line with my advice. So like it puts a lot of you can I can get why people get pressure, you know? Yeah. And I think um, as time goes on, I'm going to have to definitely, which I'm sure we'll talk about more, just like how to deal with that in in different ways. Because, um, yeah, I'm an associate right now and no one expects me to be able to just take cases and run with them right off the bat, which I appreciate because, you know, not all firms are like that. But I will, I've already gotten a few cases, let's be honest. So I think that there's a few things where I'm going to, again, have to be, uh, I don't want to say harsh on the client, but again, authority having me like, I need this information. You need to get it to me. Sometimes like it's you're easy. helping them. Exactly. And I, I just realized like how many different facets of, uh, sep- oh my gosh, honestly, in a side note, I just think about all the stuff that you accumulate with a partner and then separating that out in Texas, a community property state. And as you guys know, I did not go to law school in Texas. So this is just like a big learning curve. And all I keep thinking is like, oh my gosh, like keep immaculate records of your – and also you go through their bank statements. Like it's very – I can see why people are like, I don't want to get divorced because it's so kind of violating because you have to go through everything and be very questioning of what they're doing and where their money is. Well, as someone who's gotten married recently, (laughs) I can definitely say that like once you are like putting your social security down, like you're getting a joint bank account, like and you're joining it, like I think of all and like changing your name, like all of the things that if you choose to change your name, of course, um, it's a long process. It takes months. It can take a year. It depends on like how long you decided to do it. Um, Right. Um, But it's not easy to just like, 
I can, I mean, I can stress, right? I, I mean, I like, don't I actually I'm feel like, that. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying like, oh, I'm thinking about divorce. No, no, but all the, okay. As you're at the beginning, right. And that's kind of like what I'm saying is yeah. like, as a lawyer, you know, like you as think you of these put things. everything in that account and everything grows and years go by and it's been 20, 30 years, it's like a house. It accumulates a lot of stuff. Your marriage mm-hmm. accumulates a lot yeah. of things, you know? It's good to have the open line of communication. And again, we're not like thinking about divorce, but that's where you end up when you're, and that's also why I feel like people get divorced too, because lack of communication. I mean, there's, oh my God, I'm sure you've seen every kind of reason people get divorced. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think a lot of times um, they're just bickering at each other and they're fighting over stupid stuff. I hope that's not bad to say, but you know, it's not, (laughs) it's not stupid stuff, but it's stuff that you're like, Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. Can't we just pick, you can tell that they're doing it on purpose to each other. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? And I think that, um, all they have left to fight over is the couch. And you're just like, guys, like how much is this? Okay. Voice of reason too. You see where I'm going with this? Like you have to kind of like talk to your client, like, listen, Cindy, I mean, anyone who's been through a breakup, not even not even just like a divorce, like a breakup, even having stuff, you know, like yeah. from the other person. I think it also has given me more empathy and like opened my eyes to what it is like to get a divorce. Okay, because I am a child of undivorced parents. So I had no idea what I was walking into and all these steps. And it's helped a lot to open my eyes and give me some serious gratitude. Um thinking also thinking, <laughs> sorry, I immediately told Colton, I was like, I can see why people sign prenups uh, because this is very stressful. Like, especially I'm 45 years old and I have a career and a lot of stuff. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to like fight over this for 30K later. Also think about, let's say you join your bank account. I'm just thinking like hypothetical <laughs> at this point. We are 20, right? You get married. You know, people get married yeah. these days. You join bank accounts, you're 50. At that point, who knows whose money is who at that point? No, like, it, 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 like, there is no like, who's It's who's. so expensive probably to get an accountant to look through all the banks and see how many deposits went in who's, you know. It's at just that like time, insane. yeah, you don't even do that, right? You would do look at your W-2s, but at the same time, oh, you're filing see, jointly. Right you're filing jo- Okay, see, we're so going down the rabbit hole of now like. she obviously knows more about family <laughs> law than I do. <laughs> but I just think like, oh. My gosh, guys, uh, let's be smart about who we marry. Let's say that, right? This is, it, I guess it makes you think, okay, this is serious. Like this yeah. is serious people. It's a lot. Yeah. So just don't get, basically is don't get married if you haven't communicated about the big things in life because you don't want to get divorced and have Haley be your lawyer. But if you are going to get divorced, Haley can be your lawyer. If you're in Texas or Oklahoma. Yeah. On that note. Let's talk about love for a little bit. Where is it? <laughs> While we're on the subject of divorce and, yeah. and family yeah. relationships about, and relationships. Let's talk about um, a ladies who law recommendation. We were okay, so I'm in Dallas right now, Avi. If you can't tell, we're on the same mic. Yeah. Um, mic issues we've been having. Don't worry, we're gonna fix them. But um Basically, we watched this Netflix documentary called yes. Escaping Twin Flames. And all I'm going to say, because I don't want to spoil it for you guys, is that it's super creepy, um, insane. It's about cult. Um, 
but not like a cult where you immediately know it's a cult. It's just insane is a good word. Um, it's a lot. I'm not going to lie to you, you guys. I, I honestly we don't want to ruin it. Yeah, yeah, you can't even explain it in like a minute if I tried. But if you like uh, 2020 Dateline, you know, you are a true crime girly or you like, you know, let's be honest, heavy TV, this is a great documentary on Netflix to watch. We thoroughly enjoyed it. We also looked at each other so many times like what the actual bleep is going on. It was insane. Yeah. So recommendation, watch it. Message us, DM us, email us, whatever, and let us know what you think if you do. Yeah, we love to talk about cults. Um, there's even podcasts about cults, and I do sometimes listen to it. I know. I'm sure there's a podcast about this one because apparently there was a Vanity Fair article in 2020 about it. 2020. Yeah, and that's because last night when I couldn't sleep, I went on Reddit and found oh, – I, like, found all of the cult actual Reddit accounts and, like – their like uh, the people who are active? Yes, it was like the 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 two people that said they were like the gods or whatever. Mm-hmm, the I found like their group account or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh very interesting. Um uh, especially now that everyone's watched the documentary on Netflix, you know. Yeah, they're gonna get Every, yeah, everyone's like commenting and like being like, How did you guys not notice this? But it's also like these people are very vulnerable. I'm just not gonna go into it. Yeah. But yeah, let us know what you think. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. It is uh, very, you know, personal and along for the ride of what this crazy life is to be a lawyer. And, you know, I feel like so much of our journey has actually not been pretty regular. So this would not is not surprising to me that this is happening the way it has for me. But um, I'm super excited about this opportunity to get in the courtroom and you know, become this attorney that I really think, you know, I've worked my ass off to be. So uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, recommend it to a friend, especially maybe a friend who's working their ass off to become a lawyer, maybe studying for the bar again, things like that. And uh, make sure and subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. Um, make sure to go to our Instagram at the Ladies Who Law Podcast. We're going to be posting some uh, content, some reels for you guys to show you a little bit more into like what we do on a daily basis. Just because uh, we have very different jobs, um, and they look, you know, different. Yeah, different, and we want to share it with you. So, all right, guys, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.